Alrighty, hello and welcome to the Goddess Glow podcast by Ray Grillo. Today I am doing an interview with DJ Ooch. Woo! So <laughs> DJ Ooch is, has been um, and becoming a great friend of mine and he uh, gave me the opportunity to be the first person that I interview on my podcast. And also um, I've been doing a lot of healing work and transitioning to uh, not just helping women, however, also helping men out. And so uh, Ooch is helping me today with that. And I'm just so grateful to have you on my podcast. Uh, Ooch, he, DJ Ooch helps working professionals overcome their lack of knowledge about stocks and Bitcoin by teaching them in simple, easy to understand lessons. He's the author of 10 Ways for You to Win the Stock Market, which is a book that makes being in the financial markets easy to understand. And DJ Uch has been featured in the New York Post, Shortlist, Dubai, and BBC Radio One. Radio One. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I ended up meeting DJ Uch through Sci Seminars, and I've just seen like your whole journey, well, with Sci Seminars from since March of 2019. Because I actually staffed uh, his Psy Basic. So yeah, like I'm just like so proud of you, Uch. And just like what you've like accomplished from that time on now. So is there anything you would like to share? Are you excited? Well, yeah, I'm super excited to be here, Ray. Uh, I want to thank you so much for having me on your podcast. You have an amazing podcast too, by the way. I listened to one of your recent episodes and I was just blown away by some of the amazing value you give your listeners. So thank you for being you. Uh, you've seen me um, go from a caterpillar to a butterfly or a butterfly in process, let's say. Um, and, uh, you know, from the March basic back in 2020. And now, you know, we're here, I mean, just about 15 months later, 16 months later. And I, I feel like a completely different person in so many amazing ways. So thank you for all the value that you provide. Thank you for watching my journey. And thank you for having me here. Yeah. So I would love... I know quite a bit about your journey. However, I would love for the listeners to hear that. And um, I do want to start off with what are you grateful for today? Oh, I'm grateful today for just being here because I definitely didn't find myself. Uh, I didn't picture myself being here with you in this setting. If you would have told me a year ago, I'd be teaching the markets to people and empowering so many uh, people to learn not only learn, master the stock market in Bitcoin, regular working people to be able to do that, help them do that so they can make more money and then empower their families as well and teach them. I would have looked at you like you were crazy. And that kind of goes to my origin story. Ray, you're looking at someone who's went from broke, like broke, like broke, <laughs> went from broke to a Benz. And that has been the trajectory, which has been, um, I'm just so grateful to God for that. If you want to talk about gratitude, um, that's what I'm grateful for today. The fact that I was once living, um, sleeping on couch in LA and now I'm, I'm here, you know, uh, with an amazing car and amazing friends like yourself. Awesome. And yeah, that Benz is <laughs> pretty nice. <this laughs> uh, yeah, you getting that Benz definitely fits you. Uh, I was like going over, I have not read your book yet. However, would you be able to share, um, I guess like the, some key points from the book that you have? 
Absolutely. So my book, 10 Ways for You to Win the Stock Market, woo, this right here is out right now on Amazon. It's actually a number one bestseller on Amazon. So number one bestselling author, which is phenomenal to say. Mom is definitely proud of that. And again, like pinch me, Ray, because, you know, to end up here where you have people from all around the world um, buying the book, crazy. Like I would have never pictured it a, a year ago. So um, a couple of things from the book that you definitely want to focus on. Some of the things I focus on with my students, because I teach, this book was um, inspired by my students. In fact, it says a lesson for beginners. So I remember way back when, when I knew nothing about the markets, Ray, and it was like, where do I begin? And I didn't know where to begin or who to trust or even where to start. So um, with that, the first thing I say in chapter one is get a mentor. You want to make sure that you have somebody mentoring you and bringing you through the process so you can do it safely and smart. Um, did you learn how to drive a car on your own, Ray? No. Okay. If I had help. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had help too. So uh, that's the whole idea. You want someone to be your, you know, in the passenger seat, making sure that you're driving carefully in the right way. And that is something that I provide to my students, which I'm super, super thankful for. So get a mentor first and foremost. That is a big one. Another chapter from the book, uh, only invest what you can lose. That's something that I tell my students because they're like, well, how much do I need to get into the markets? And I'm like, look, you can get in there with $5 million or you can get in there with $5, right? Like it all depends on what it, you're capable of and what you feel comfortable with in terms of losing to the markets, just in case something were to happen. Anything and everything can happen in the markets. The beauty of my course is I teach you how to avoid kind of those anythings and everythings. However, when you are in, you want to make sure that you're covered. So if $5 is enough for you to lose, then that's what you should put into the markets. If it's $500 that you can play with, so to speak, then that's what you should put in the market. If it's $5,000 or $50,000, then that's what you should and could play with. That said, Ray, when you're in the markets, you want to make sure that you're only playing with the house's money, so to speak. You want to be in there with money that you can afford to lose so that if something were to happen, God forbid, it's not like the worst. There are people, they go all in on a stock and they've like refinanced their house to do it. They go take all of their savings to put on a stock or even a cryptocurrency. No, 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 no. <laughs> not, it's not something you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's like, um, also like learning and practicing it, right. And getting, um, some like technical, like the technical analysis down. Also learning fundamental analysis. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so uh, I feel like there's a lot of like the, Right now, what would you say is like the fear and greed market? And so like going into like gambling, uh, what you're talking about is like, it's like a gamble, right? Uh, I wouldn't say it's so much a gamble. It's more like calculating exactly how you want to go forward, right? So, um, you know, when you get into a car, right? Um, let's say you get into your car, right? Where are you going? Uh well, I guess to the store. Okay, so the store. What are you buying? Groceries. Groceries, okay. Uh, how long will it take you to get there? 15 minutes. Okay, so you know where you're going, right? You're getting in your car, you know where you're going, you know how long it'll take you, and you know what you're buying, right? Very simple. 
this is the same process you should have when you enter into a trade in the markets. When you buy a stock, you have the exit in mind already. You have everything planned out. And that's something you see a lot of people, they don't have mentors, they don't have guidance, they've not taken courses like mine. And therefore they're just guessing. They're just going in and it's like, you bought the stock, okay, why'd you buy it? I don't know. How long are you holding it? I don't know. Okay, uh, is there a certain price point you want to sell it at? I don't know. You know, And it, that's the equivalent of you Ray getting in your car. I'm like, Ray, where are you going? I don't know. Well, how far are you going? I don't know. Uh, okay. Will you be gone long? I don't know. Will you need gas? I don't know. It's literally the <laughs> yeah. same thing. So the idea is, you know, when you're gambling, you're just strictly just guessing, right? So it's more gambling when you don't have um, mentorship, when you don't study the markets, when you don't read my book or things like that, and you're just going in blindly, when you actually prepare yourself and educate yourself, that's when you're actually going into it calculated and you have more of a chance of winning. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to um, backtrack a little bit. Also, that car analogy is amazing. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to backtrack to like your book. And so yep. what was your deciding factor to even get a book out and a lot of my listeners are like entrepreneurs mm-hmm. so it's you know they're it's like battling the imposter syndrome right yeah. going through that and so could you take us through like your mindset during that time so that you could launch your book and for it to become like the number one best-selling on amazon <laughs> <laughs> i know right so crazy yeah. so it's actually a really funny story so it wasn't necessary that I went into, it was just a lot of happy accidents, to be honest with you. Uh, when I originally started teaching, it was last October. So we're coming up on almost a year and um, I decided to launch a website so you can go and get my courses online. So presently I teach via Zoom mostly, and now we're launching yourstocksnow.com. So you'll be able to go there like Netflix and just watch whatever videos that you want to learn from for the day, which is amazing. Love that. So in launching the website and many websites I've been to, I saw that there'd be like a free ebook or something of value given to you when you go to the website. So I said, you know what? I want a free ebook for my website. So basing all the information I had for my students and what I think they should know or things that kept coming up, I said, you know what? I'm going to make an ebook, 10 ways for you to win the stock market. And I did it in PowerPoint. It took me not a long time, maybe an hour to do. And I did it on a Friday night in January. And once I did it, Ray, I was like, maybe I could put this out like as a real book, you know? And that's when I was like, ooh, this is fun. I've never put out a book before. So then I really started to get detailed with it. I, I took it out of PowerPoint, put it into pages on my Mac, started editing it, started adding photos. And then it was like a runaway train. It was like, wow, this thing's really coming out. I, I'm self-published, put it out on Amazon uh, through their Kindle pub- publishing platform, KDP, I believe it's called. And speaking of Get a Mentor, my friend, Katie Drasnan. Do you know Katie Drasnan? Uh, I've heard her name before. Yeah, so she's done the Psy work as well. I was her microgroup leader at the Psy Basic back in November. And she, her goal was to put out her book. She had this book on her hard drive for like, a decade and she never put it out because if she had imposter syndrome and she felt all these limiting beliefs and it's like katie girl get that book out of your laptop and out into the world because you have something to say and she did it 
And in seeing her do it, I said, hey, girl, so I got this book that I want to put out. And I know you're a published author. And she went to number one. And Ray, to be honest, she actually coached me in how to market my book and position it so we can get as many people to buy it as possible and get to that number one status as well. So here we are, you know, um, I wrote this book and now there's many books that are, are coming out. And, you know, my next book that I wrote, which is very autobiographical, um, mm-hmm. that I wrote, you know, back, I finished it in April, just going through the editing process now. It's just a lot of fun being able to write because I, I actually minored in English in college. And typically when you're an English minor, it's like, what do you do with that? <laughs> Besides teach, you write books. So forever, Ray, I used to have like, you know, I got this English minor that I've never done anything with. So it's a pleasure to finally have done something with it. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <Hey>. Woo! <laughs> Yeah. And so knowledge shows goes to show. And then all the, I don't know, possible student loans <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for nothing. Um, one of the points that you shared with me was that I resonate with so much and I'm sure you teach it. And especially doing like the side work that we do, like using your intuition in advance. I tell people this all the time, especially with like trading, like crypto, because I myself trade crypto and that's what I've been doing for a year now, a little bit over a year. And I just tell everyone, it's like, it's just intuition. Like it's like having that faith and stuff. So could you go a little bit more into like that mindset? And is it difficult for you to teach this in your course? Love, love the fact that you've asked this and uh, you know, using your intuition and finance has, has been key for me. There's so many positions that I've won on as a result of uh, using my intuition and meditating on different positions. I actually got inspired by this by a gentleman named Ray Dalio, who's the, uh, do you know who Ray Dalio is? Mm-mm. Okay. So he actually founded the largest hedge fund in the world, uh, Bridgewater. And he's one of the richest men in the world. And he started Bridgewater as a startup out of his house in New York in the 70s. And he eventually grew this to be the biggest hedge fund in the world. So uh, for you and I, Ray, and most of your listeners and viewers, uh, when a hedge fund would talk to us, they talk to you and say, hey, give me some of your capital and I'll take that and I'll get you a return, right? That's the typical hedge fund for you, myself, your listeners, and your viewers. For Bridgewater, there's countries that go to them and talk about, hey, get us a return on our investment. So that's the level that Bridgewater and Mr. Dalio is at. And I read his memoir, Principles, which he put out fairly recently. And he talks all throughout the book about how he meditates. And I was like, sold. I was always a fan of meditation. I just needed to find like the right meditation for me. I love um, the meditations I've gotten from the side work for sure. And uh, prior to that, reading principles and finding out this guy meditates and he's a multi-billionaire, hello. And uh, in regards to my courses, how do you teach your students to meditate? Well, the beauty of the course, by the time you get to lesson four, when you take the course, I take things from the left side of the brain and I go more to the right side of the brain. So I start off with you where you're doing a lot of analysis, you're learning how to read charts and you're learning technical analysis and you're learning about, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news. After lesson one, you know 10 times more about the markets than most people. By lesson four, you go to where the right side of the brain is involved and the whole emotional intelligence behind 
uh, trading the markets and about winning consistently in the markets because you can be a great analyst in the markets. That doesn't mean you're going to be a great stock picker or stock trader or you're going to get a consistent return because you have to have that emotional intelligence in order to do that. So in that lesson, I talked to you about Mr. Dalio, his experience, and about how your intuition will guide you. I definitely have been guided to great positions. And I've also ignored my intuition about great positions. <laughs> or yeah. I've ignored my intuition about positions I shouldn't be in. So when you go with your gut, more times than not, with the analysis, so joining that left brain and the right brain, significant results. One example for me, so XRP, which is a huge trade of mine that I went out on recently. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the analysis um, part last June told me, okay, this thing's at 20 cents and it's going to move because Bitcoin was poised for a move because XRP at the time was on Coinbase. Because when you looked at the chart, there was room to run. There are many different reasons why XRP was a great cryptocurrency to jump in, hence your reaction. So back in December, so six months into the position, the thing went from like 66 cents because it had gone up down to like 18 cents Christmas week. That's because the SEC came out with news saying that Ripple, which um, puts forth the XRP token, uh, had been putting forth XRP as a crypto when it's actually security. So that was what is in the SEC's purview. The SEC is basically the regulatory, uh, the regulatory firm that makes sure that everyone is on their P's and Q's when it comes to banking, when it comes to dollars and cents in America. So once that SEC news came out, XRP went, Ew. And for me, I was like, oh boy, uh, <laughs> get hot in here. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, I needed to, to really rely on my intuition to say, okay, this too shall pass. This is a blip in the radar. This is a corrective dip. And now there's some people who are going to be able to buy it for cheaper now before it makes its eventual run up. I bought that dip back around Christmas of last year. And what happened four months later XRP went all the way up to $2. So it went from 18 cents, Ray, to $2. Yeah. And for me, I got out of the dollar seven because 85 cents was my uh, target. I teach you in my course about how to target. Again, knowing when you get in the car, where you're going, what you're buying, how long it's going to take, because that all means something. I got out of 107, it's 535% return for me. I cashed out in Miami and I was like, Hey. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Appreciate that. I ended yeah. up like with that one in particular, I ended up getting just different signs from the universe, like get into XRP, get into XRP. And I couldn't, like, I didn't find um, an exchange to trade it on mm. uh, without like a VPN and stuff. And like, I was on finance, had to move some stuff around. However, mm. I didn't get in. Oh. wanted to get in didn't yeah. do it and then i saw it like skyrocketing and i was like oh so that was like one of those intuition times like mm -hmm. yeah like follow your gut like absolutely <laughs> and a tip for some of your listeners and viewers for xrp so actually on kucoin you can buy and sell xrp and they told me that yeah yes, yeah so i wanted to share that with your your listeners and your viewers because hello you can grab yourself some XRP on KuCoin.com. It's a Chinese exchange that you don't need a VPN for um, in order to acquire it. So there you go. Awesome. <laughs> All righty. Um, so I also wanted to ask you, 
a little bit about like your daily routine. Okay. Um, typically successful people have a routine and I would like for you to share a practice that you do uh, every single day or like frequently that keeps you at the mindset that you want to be at. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. Yes. So in terms of routine, I pray to start and end every day. So my dad gave me a rosary. Um, when did he give me that rosary? It was like around Christmas, I want to say. It's like a small rosary. So for those of you raised Catholic, you're like, you pray the whole rosary every day. I do not. Um, it's a tiny rosary. So it, it's like about three Hail Marys and an Our Father, three Hail Marys, Our Father. And it goes around. It takes me about three minutes to do. So I love that practice because, Ray, what it does for me, it gets me grounded. It also makes me aware of God, my higher power, um, my source, in order for me to proceed knowing that not only does God have my back, I'm not alone going out into this world, which is very, very important to know. Once upon a time, Ray, I didn't have a routine and it was just like kind of entropy. Every time I would get up, something different, you know, different times, different tasks, different ideas, different places, different all the time. And you're right, you know, having a routine is very, very tantamount to success. So just having that quiet time to start and end the day, amazing. I typically work out a few days a week. Um, and I also, you know, been doing some stuff with Sai. I'm on a coaching call every morning, which is a great part of my routine as well, Monday through Friday. Um, and, you know, then I'll start to really dig deep, whether it be meditation or get on some of my emails, I'll start there. Uh, for a little while, I was doing fitness right at the start of the day, which I really, really like. Um, and I was doing a lot of meditating right at the start of the day, which I really, really like. So I do my best to make sure that those are handled for the day. That said, right now, there's so many amazing things going on mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm, I'm really being intentional about getting everything done so we can grow everything that we've been building. Yeah super important to especially just like that prayer time I feel even if it's like you say three minutes which is amazing even just a minute I feel is good so it's good that you get that three minutes in um and then also you are I mean just you're a leader and so um being able to uh, I guess like help inspire like the listeners um, what is some advice that you would give them for people, you know, looking to be in like the entrepreneurial space and also leaders within their communities? Because you're a leader in your church, you're a leader just in life in general, honestly, in your field of work. So is there any advice that you can give to the listeners? Yeah, there's so much. I mean, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> I know that for me, um, it's actually in, in my course, there's a Tough Times playbook that I actually have in Lesson 6. It, it kind of ends out the course. And the Tough Times playbook, the whole point of it is that when things get hard, what should you do? Because it's all great and all to say, oh, yeah, you know this and you've learned this and all these things. However, when things don't go your way in the markets, what exactly should you do? Because it's very easy to take your ball and go home. It's very easy to beat yourself up. It's very easy to quit on yourself. It's very easy to really feed into the lies that you uh, create in your brain or that your limiting beliefs create in your brain. And you want to just stay focused. So ultimately, what I would say is 
keep your eye on the prize for sure. Um, definitely music. I'm a DJ. I'm the number one DJ in finance. So music is a huge help for me. There's certain songs that are triggers for me that just get me like riled up. Like, oh yeah, we're going to get this. Like before your show today, I listened to Eye of the Tiger, you know, from, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. Love that song. I listened to 24 Karat Gold by Bruno Mars after that and like shaked it out a little bit, you know? And yeah. then, uh, I listened to some LMFAO, uh, sexy and I know it cause it's just silly. You know, it's, it's silly. Sometimes you can take yourself too seriously. I know I can take myself too seriously. So I would say, you know, use music as a great tool to get you into peak state. Yeah. Where you want to shift from wherever you're at. Using certain songs as emotional triggers. Take it from a DJ. It works. <laughs> where yeah. it's like, it'll, you'll go from here to here because it's like a switch happened. And obviously you have to be a coalition of the willing, right? It's not just, you know, put the song on and, and mope, you know, the, the idea is embody it, you <laughs> yeah. know, embody it, live it, be it. And once you start to do that, in, uh, including your physicality into the music, you'll find, you'll feel a lot better. You'll definitely feel different than how you did three minutes prior. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love to, especially tell my clients and everything, like, get moving like get your blood pumping like just like get out of that like stagnant space get some energy going and yeah I just love that music idea especially for it to be a trigger there's some songs that I have I feel um that are those triggers for me like I'm like in a slump and then you know to like get out of it it's like okay especially when you're trading and you're new to trading or learning or what you could (laughs) it's like navigate I feel like it's what would you say, like 50, 60% mindset with trading? Like it could be analysis. However, it's like how really you deal with your mind. Oh, I, I think it's 85 to 90% to be honest. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because, you know, when you are, and there's certain reading materials I, I give you in the in the course as well, which has taken, I mean, taking students from a to b like that you know because it's just like okay it's like looking at a different person when they come back for less than five you know it's just amazing um you know ultimately when you're i was gonna say stuck (laughs) in a position that word stuck when you're in a position that is a loser right and you should just cut your losses right um it takes a lot of emotional intelligence to be able to just cut it loose you know same as when you have something that'll turn out to be a winner and you're currently losing in it takes a lot to stay with it and see it through takes a lot to be up big and then get out when you said you were going to get out rather than well i think i'm going to hold on for a little while longer and feeding into that greed yeah it takes a lot of emotional intelligence to do that and that's the reason why most people who don't have a mentor, who don't do the education, who don't find someone who knows what they're doing so they can learn from them. This is why most of them lose because they're guessing and they don't have the emotional intelligence ray in order to win consistently. Yeah, that's super important, that emotional intelligence. And like, it's like after you get out of the trade and you're looking at it still going up, like, ah, like, I just, like you know, I'm <laughs> out. So like going through those roller coaster of emotions, that's yep. what 
It's a roller coaster. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. It's like this. It's like, I mean, XRP is a great example. So I got out of 107. It went to like $2 later that week. And I was like, you know what? I could have used that extra money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. to, today it's about it 103, you know? So just, and it went down to like 70 cents or so fairly recently. So that roller coaster that crypto can be, you know, definitely mirrors the roller coaster of emotions you can go through when you get in the car and you have a specific destination, a specific uh, goal in mind and a specific time frame. just like with stocks, you will do well. Yeah. Okay. I have one more question about um, just like your insight on the mindset with trading. And then also I want to talk a little bit about your charity that you're going to get into. Oh, nice. That you're doing. So uh, for the first question though, is like the short-term mindset versus the long-term mindset. Um, what are the differences and what advice do you give in those types of spaces? Yeah. Well, in my book, you know, I talk about focusing on blue chip companies and the idea is you want to um, have steady success, right? Cause you can, you can jump into penny stocks or you can jump into the, the quick, shiny, fast thing looking to get a quick return. However, um, typically that doesn't work. And when you uh, get burnt, right, you get into something and it doesn't work, then it sours you on the space altogether, as opposed to focusing on blue chip companies. Again, I talk about this in my book about companies in the S&P 500 and in the Dow. Those are like the turtle, you know, the turtle in the hair. Slow and steady wins the race. I know that you want to win right now and you can win right now. The idea is you want to pick companies that are going to take care of you, not be up, down, up, down, and then eventually just down. You want companies that are going on an upward trajectory like this. And if you're looking for a big gain right now, find more companies. You know, there's tons of companies out there for you that are going like this right now. Um, and when you do that, you can get a great return overall. Uh, you do hear about the people who've gone all in on a stock, all in on a crypto or whatnot. For example, to start 2020, you had people who were like, I'm going all in on tech. And it was like, whoa, they had a great year because tech in 2020 did well. I don't know, Ray, did you, you knew that there was, have you heard that there was a global pandemic that happened? I don't know, you know, <laughs> I know Zoom did pretty well. <laughs> Zoom did pretty well, you know, as a, as a result of the global pandemic. Yeah. Uh, Peloton, Amazon, there's so many companies that were called basically yeah. the stay-at-home stocks because everyone had to just go to tech because you, you couldn't leave the house, right? So mm -hmm. those who went all in on tech to start 2020, it's just like, yeah. Then you have people who said, to start 2020, I'm going all in on cruise ships. <laughs> Not so good, right? Not so good. No. <laughs> Not so good. So that's the idea. When you go all in on something, looking for a quick return or for a quick buck, you know, can it work? Yes. Does it work at times? Overall, though, you're setting yourself up for failure because it's only going to work so many times before it doesn't work. And then you're stuck. Mm -hmm. Like I talked with my students about this, you want to create a garden for yourself, right? Uh, imagine you have a tomato garden. Ray, do you want to eat tomatoes every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Absolutely not. Okay. I love <laughs> tomatoes. However, no, thank you. 
However, yeah. if you if you have a garden with tomatoes and carrots and beets and many other things, you can create a great breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day with this great garden that you've built. So when you're in the markets, you want to create a garden rather than be- looking at it as a horse race. Look at it as a garden. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> I love gar- like I love plants. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. Love that analogy as well. Um, very good for the visual learners. So um, I do want to share about your charity that's coming up. Yes. You're doing a run. Yes. And it's for Safe Horizon. Yes. Correct? Yes. yes. You want to talk about that? Yeah, super, super thankful. I appreciate you bringing it up, actually. Yes, yeah, Safe Horizon is a charity in uh, based out of New York that helps you if you are in a bad living situation. So it basically helps you find a safe horizon. And I'm doing a one-man charity race, which basically means I'm going to be running out in New York City on July 17th. And uh, you can donate to the cause. We're raising 10K for 10K. So we're raising $10,000 to benefit Safe Horizon. And I'll be completing a 10K race on the West Side Highway of New York City on July 17th. So you can make a difference right now by going to my Instagram, instagram.com slash DJ It's instagram.com slash DJ Link in bio for you to donate right now. Make a difference in someone's life because they matter and you matter. Yeah. And I'll also put a link uh, within the description of this episode so that you guys can see it. Also check out DJ Uch's Instagram. Yes. I'll have that link as well um, below. Is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners or any sort of like challenge or call to action that you would love for them to do other than donate to the Safe Horizon? Yeah, definitely pick up my book if you're someone who's just getting started in the markets, or even if you know a thing or two about the markets, you definitely want to pick up this book because it will help you. My buddy Steve Amoroso down in Florida, he's a DJ as well. He's down there with his wife and their little daughter, Viviana. And he messaged me, he's like, dude, I bought your book. It's amazing. I'm learning so much about the markets. I was messing around on Robinhood. I didn't know what I was doing. And now I feel like I know what's going on. And he's like, I want to take your course. So I'm like, Sweet. You know, so um, the book is definitely helpful. People are buying it from all around the world. It's tagging me. It's an amazing thing. So 10 ways for you to win the stock market. Definitely pick that up on Amazon right now. Actually, you can go to my Instagram uh, as well and you can get that link in bio. You can also sign up for one of my courses because I teach you about the markets. I teach regular working people how to master the stock market and Bitcoin so you can have more money. And ultimately, it's not about the money, right? It's about liberty, right? Because the difference between, do you know the difference between freedom and liberty, Ray? I feel like freedom to me is like, yeah, you can do all these things, like whatever you want to. However, like the liberty is like being able to do that and also like help others achieve that as well. So that's yes. what it's like to me. Yeah, yeah. Liberty is a big thing, being able to help others in addition to yourself. Yeah. And that, that goes into what I'm, uh, my vision of liberty. So, um, and f- as opposed to freedom. So freedom, you and I have freedom living in the Western world. Uh, oh, so yeah. freedom, freedom is the right to choose, right? Um, you have the right to vote. You have the right to bear arms. You have the right to watch the movies you want to watch. You have the right to wear the lipstick you want to watch or not, wear the clothes you want to watch uh, or not. And uh, that's the right to choose, right? Uh, Liberty is the power to do, right? So 
being able to go where you want to go when you want to go there, right? Just being able to say, hey, I want to jump on a plane and go to Jamaica right now, you know? Or I want to stay home with my kids for the next three months, the end, you know? Um, Or I want to be able to, you know, make sure that this hospital that they're talking about knocking down stays in business like that, you know? And that's true liberty. And that's the beauty of, um, you know, what my students are getting out of my courses is that they're able to create some margin by knowing more about the markets and creating that liberty. So I've had people say, well, you know, I don't really need a lot of money. It's, it's not about the money. It's just about liberty. Do you have the power to do what you want to do? Do you have the power to do what you want to do when you want to do it? The answer is no. Then perhaps you do want to increase some margin by learning more about the market so that you can not only help yourself, you can help others. Yeah. And also believe in that you can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you so much for coming on to my podcast and yeah, check out DJ Ooch. He is an amazing man and great leader. So I will be ending this podcast now and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.